Eves, Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. With your daily devotion for what? November the 9th. Did you see? Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Hey, uh, have you ever made a decision where you said something or you were thinking something about a situation or a person, okay, and you were sure that what you were thinking was absolutely right? You were justified in your thought process. Oh my goodness, they've done this. It was wrong. And you didn't have the whole picture. You didn't understand all the dynamics of what was going on. And really, you put your foot in your mouth. Have we not all done that? What does God say? He says, it's not your business what someone else is doing. Your business is in the bathroom, looking in the mirror. The guy you see in the mirror, that's your business, okay? Look at, look at, we get in so much trouble meddling. Do we not? I mean, we are meddling in someone else's life, and we are making our opinions known. And really, are you some great scholar? Do you have it all figured out? I mean, please. So what am I doing? Well, you're a busybody. You know what busybody is? It's a nice way for saying a gossip or a whisper, someone who's meddling. It's really a nice way of uh, justifying sin. It's also a nice way of saying, hey, those things that you're doing every day, uh, they're going to take you right to hell. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why would that be? Because that's what's in your heart. That's what's coming out. Hey, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 5, you know what? God, who has all the answers, unlike you and I, partner, says this. <laughs> You hypocrite. I love the Lord Jesus Christ with all my heart. You know why? I could just imagine being down here with Jesus, sitting behind a tree on a rock somewhere, and having Jesus look the Pharisees and Sadducees in the eyes and calling them hypocrites. I don't think any greater joy would come over me than watching Jesus in action tell the truth. He never lied. He never had to apologize. How many times have we lied? Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's not transgress, okay? How many times have we had to apologize? Okay, look, at Jesus never had to apologize one time. He never misspoke. And so what does he say here? You hypocrite. But who is he talking to? Is he talking to the Pharisees? Is he talking to the Sadducees? He's talking to you and I. Oh, oh that changes the story, doesn't it? What, what, what? I thought he was talking to those religious leaders. Oh, he called them hypocrites too. He's talking to you and I. Okay, uh, who else is he talking to? Anybody that's in the bathroom looking in the mirror? Listen to this. He says, first take out the log out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly to take out the speck out of your brother's eye. Meaning this, oftentimes we're looking at things that we know nothing about. I always describe it as a pie. And you're like, why is that? Because I love to eat pie. Guys, I love coconut cream pie, and I like a gigantic, look at pizza pie. Okay, pepperonis, pineapples, Canadian bacon, sausage. Here's the thing. Keep on bringing the two liters, partner, okay? Because I'm rolling tonight. It's Friday night, and they're playing my music. Da, dun, 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 that's Jewish music, okay? That's free. That's free. Watch this very carefully. When we look at a person's life, and this is true of you, okay? Because you're going to say, it's not true. It is true. Well, it is true, and I'll prove it's true, okay? When we look at a person, listen to this guy on the motorcycle. Guess what he's doing? Guess what he's doing? He's doing 65 and a 40. He's going to go to hell. That's judging. What he's doing on his motorcycle has nothing to do with me. But that's what we do, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What if he's racing because his wife's in the hospital and dying or she's giving birth? Would that justify it in your head? Uh, oh, that would make sense why he was speeding, okay? But I didn't know that. And so I'm just looking at him thinking, what a jerk, he's speeding. I hope he gets caught by the cops. I hope he goes to hell. You know, I'm throwing all this condemnation on this, brother. I got a log in my own eye. And what does that mean? What, what does it mean to have a little piece of dirt in your eye? Your eye's watering, it gets swelled. You're, you're grinding that piece of dirt in your eye. You want to get rid of it? 
God's not saying you have a piece of dirt in your eye. He's saying you have a tree in your eye. He, look at, look at. He's saying you have a tree in your eye. Oh, he's not saying you have a piece of sand. No, he didn't say you little scratch it. He says you have a whole tree in your eye. That's what's in your eye. How good can I see if I have a tree in my eye? Oh, uh, I can't see at all. But yet I will make judgments with my eyes. That's what he's saying. You're making, you're making judgments with your eyes and you can't even see the whole picture. He says, why don't you get the tree out of your eye? then you can see clearly. What happens when I get the tree out of my eye? I understand who's God. It's his job to do all the things that I was trying to do. That's what, that's what it means. What do you mean? Meaning when I can see clearly, I see clearly that I'm not to judge, that I'm not to gossip, that I'm not to meddle, that I'm not to criticize. That's what I see clear of, okay? Do you understand? You know, I don't have the whole picture. Can I see in a person's heart? I can't, but God can. Have I walked in their shoes? Do I know all their bills? Do I know everything about their life? Back to the pie, because you're like, Matt, you're getting mad. You're getting angry. You're getting real passionate. You're right. Okay, okay, okay. In my life, you know man in the man cave, right? No. You know one slice of Matt in the man cave. That's all you know. Some of you, two slices. Oh, that's good, because I like pie. Watch this, watch this. What do you know about me? You know what you see me do on these devotions. Are we eating dinner together? Most of you, no, I'm not eating dinner with you, okay? You're welcome to come over for dinner, and if you're buying, we can go out to dinner. But you know a couple slices of my life. But you don't know my relationship with my wife, but you've seen glimpses of that because I love my wife. You haven't seen the relationship I have with my children. You don't know the relationship I have with my church family. You don't know the relationship I have at work, okay? You don't understand my, my relatives and all these different friends I have. You know a little bit about me, a little, okay? You don't know me. You know I'm a Christian. Is that a piece of the pie that you know about? Yeah. You know I'm passionate about what I believe. You know I don't want to make a mistake representing God's word. Okay, so you do have glimpses of me and different slices of pie. But would it be fair to say that maybe, maybe you understand half the pie? So sometimes people will understand a person. They'll look at a person, but they don't understand their whole life. They only understand slices. How many slices do you allow people to really know? Watch this very carefully, because now I'm going to talk about you and I. When we meet people, how much of our lives do we open up to them? One slice of pie, two slices of pies, max three slices of pie. Three slices of pie. How many slices are in a pie? About nine slices to 12 slices. I like the big pie, so it's a bigger pie. I'm okay, so depending on your pie, but I promise you, there is no pie that's gonna get me slit three slices because I'm not gonna get that pie. It's not big enough. We don't share all of our lives with people. We share portions of our lives with people. Watch this, okay? But the other people will make judgments about us, not having the whole story of our life, not understanding us, not understanding our relationship with Jesus Christ and other things, but they will make assumptions, and some of those people are you. Some of you have been doing this. You're criticizing and judging and coming up with your conclusions, and you're trying to put your two cents in and give advice when you don't really know nothing. You don't. God says, take the tree out of your eye. And once you see clearly, you know what you see clearly to do? never do it again. You realize because I can't see that person's heart, because I've never walked in their shoes, because I don't know all of the pie slices, I can never do this. What can I do? What can I do? Because I'm a busybody. I can stop that foolish nonsense and repent of it, okay? Because if you're a gossiper, God promises you're not entering the kingdom of heaven. Guys, do you like people doing that to you? 
But oftentimes, we, that's what we're doing to other people. We hate when it's dished out our way, and we think, what are they talking about? They don't know what's going on in my life. I mean, we get really angry about it when they're what? Judging, because that's a form of judging, okay? Why do it to others if we don't like it ourselves? What did God say? Treat others the way you want to be treated. The people, watch this very carefully. I'm not picking on you guys, but these are the little subtleties that enter in our life and we think we're justified because we are trying to live a godly life. And so sometimes we are throwing stones without even realizing that we're chucking stones. But friends, if you would see clearly, like God says, get that log out of your own eye. Do you know what? You would never judge again and you would never gossip again because you're judging someone who belongs to God, whether they've given their life to him or not. Okay? You're judging that person. That, that's not yours to judge. It's not your job to give them advice or criticize them or, or, or bring up a prayer request at church talking about a fault in their life, okay? When you see clearly, you'll let God be God. Oh, do you understand? See, once you get to the place that you can see clearly, you realize that that's to have none of you. What you are to do is just to pray, okay, in your prayer closet to lift that person to the Lord if it really concerns you. But oftentimes, it really doesn't concern you. I've learned it's more times than not, friends and family stirring up the pot. Why? Because he doesn't have preeminence in here. They haven't given their whole life. Why? Because they have logs in their own eyes. When you see clearly, you stop doing that. How do I know? When I see hear someone gossiping, they're not seeing clearly. Okay? Okay? Because when you finally see clearly and you get the logs out of your own eyes, what does the Word of God says? Then you can go up to that person. But once you get see clearly, you never go up to that person. Just listen to the text. Just watch this. You hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Don't act like you're not. Please. I'm a hypocrite. I'm, I am. Okay? First take the log out of your own eye. Then, then, only then, you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Well, meaning my brother, my, my brother has a speck in his eye, but I have a log in my eye? Yeah. Every time you're dishing it out, God is looking at you because you think you're God. You think you're the judge. You think you're the great equalizer. That's what God's saying, okay? You, in comparison to the person that honestly may have a problem, you have a greater problem because you're taking the role of God. That's what God's saying. You're taking the role of God. Now, once you, again, get clear to see, can you really get the speck out of your brother's eye? No. Why? Because he started with these words, you hypocrite. <laughs> That's what you and I are. What, what can I do to get the speck out of his own eye? I, I can pray to God. L Lord, I see my brother. He, he's having some difficulties. Lord, I've had the same difficulties in the past. I, I've done the same thing. I am not his judge. Would you help him like you helped me? That's the proper attitude. Listen to Titus 3. We'll end here. It says this. Titus 3, verses 2 through 7. It says this. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm like, man, I'm not listening to that. I know. I know. It says this. To speak evil of no one. To avoid quarreling. What's it God asks us to do? Be gentle. To show perfect courtesy towards all people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in the malice and envy, hated by others and hated by one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us. Not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Christ Jesus our Savior. Oh my goodness. Oh my. I'm so convicted. Lord, forgive me. I am so convicted. Did you hear what I just. Look at, look at. Titus 3, 2 through 7. Or just go back and listen to it again. Do you know what he's saying? It's exactly what I talked about. We all have logs in our eyes. Okay? 
let him take the log out of your eye. Let him get the speck out of your brother's eye, okay? Look in the mirror. That's who you're to take care of, okay? Throw that person into the arms of Christ, which has shown you such mercy, love, grace, and long-suffering and patience and forbearance. You're no one's judge. You're no one's judge. Hey, hope this helped you out, guys. I hope this helped you out. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.